You're listening to Cross Currents from KALW News. I'm Hannah Baba. Our next story comes from our Project Hey area, where you ask questions and our reporters find the answers. Today's question comes from three members of the East Oakland Collective. It's a group made up of mostly millennials who are working for positive change in deep East Oakland. Candace Elders, Marquita Price, and Mark Houston wanted to know... What's the history and impact of the Black Panthers on uh, East Oakland? In this story from our archives, reporter Howard Dykoff has the answer. We all know the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense had a major impact on lives of people in the Bay Area during the 60s and 70s. I am not standing for violence, uh, but I do stand for self-defense. That's Huey Newton in an interview from 1968. The Minister of Defense for the Black Panthers was in jail at the time and planning a political campaign. I think this will be a, a, uh, a large job because it's going to be done from a grassroots level, from door to door in the community. It will, uh, we will consider the people on 7th Street who stand on the corners, who have lost all faith in uh, this society. Many folks assume most of the Panthers' activities were focused in West Oakland. After all, that's where they had their first headquarters and many of their initial activities. But they had a lot going on in East Oakland as well. The Black Panthers located their national headquarters at 73rd Avenue and East 14th and later moved to 99th Avenue. That's where the Roots Community Health Center operates now. And that's deep East Oakland. They operated many locations for their free breakfast programs and they started the Oakland Community School. I taught science, I taught uh, music, and performing arts. One teacher was Black Panther Saturo Ned, also known as James Mott. We have people who started businesses based upon the principals out of East Oakland that went to the school. And he taught a lot of them. Fred Blackwell was one, <laughs> he was one of my students, too. Blackwell was Oakland's assistant city administrator for many years and now heads the San Francisco Foundation. Another one was Kalita Smith, who did the interview the, uh, with Huey Newton. She was nine. What do you like best about this school? I like you best, and uh, oh, I like the children best, because um, the children at the school are, I, I think, are just fantastic. Um, we weren't allowed to be free to uh, be creative. and. She went on to have a very great acting career in Hollywood, made numerous amount of movies. But all of them talk about how it has influenced their lives in terms of how they view the world and how they continue the legacy of the party. In addition to working with young people, the party helps seniors in low-income areas. I mean, within East Oakland, we actually created what we call senior satellite centers because there were no senior centers. We were taking handicapped people, seniors, and we were transporting them back and forth. We had a program called SAFE, Seniors Against the Fearful Environment. And former Black Panther member Billy Jennings remembers other East Oakland programs as well. We was giving away thousands of bags of groceries. We gave out 10,000 free bags of groceries. We, we must have tested maybe 12,000 people for sickle cell anemia. Uh, we registered some of 8,000 people to vote. So those are some of the big things that happened in East Oakland. And plus, we started working with some of the churches there. Uh, one of our strongest allies was Allen Temple, who was run by J. Alfred Smith Sr. at that time. And we did a lot of voter registration from there. And matter of fact, when we Black Panther Party moved, we sold them our property 
under market value. The Reverend Dr. J. Alfred Smith Sr. is Pastor Emeritus of the Allen Temple Baptist Church, one of the biggest and most socially involved congregations in Oakland. He's in his 80s now and recovering from a stroke. He told us about the land the Panthers sold to the church. It comprises the Family Life Center and to be more specific, the library of the Family Life Center where I now sit is where their office and headquarters were. The Reverend says engaging with people is as critical now as it was during the Black Panthers' heyday. These are treacherous times. They're perilous times. Our democracy is at stake. And I think that people ought to get up out of the rocking chair of apathy and continue the tradition that the fight must go on, that we have to keep moving, and that every generation has to fight in this struggle. The struggle continues. One person deeply involved is Barbara Lee, who's represented Oakland in Congress for more than two decades. I attended uh, Mills College. That's where I met Huey Newton and Elaine Brown and Bobby Seale. And I ended up becoming a community worker with the Black Panther Party. I was a black student union president at Mills College and got the black student union involved with the survival programs with the Black Panther Party. Lee says the Black Panther legacy is deeply entwined with East Oakland and the entire nation. So I think when you look at their 10-point program, the rest of the community and the country followed suit. They were in the vanguard. They started the survival programs, and they started many programs that now have been replicated and brought to scale by so many government units and private and nonprofit organizations. The Black Panthers really inspired me to start the East Oakland Collective about three years ago. So really following in their footsteps. That's Candace Elders. Now her group runs Feed the Hood to help unhoused people in East Oakland. I think we all in alignment with what the Black Panthers did, you know, with their free breakfast program. And really the whole mindset of we do for our people, we don't rely on anyone else. We don't rely on, you know, government. We don't rely on on agencies. Marquita Price says groups like the East Oakland Collective fill social gaps in the same spirit that the Black Panthers did. And another collaboration that we're in is the Black Culture Zone. We're really, um, really invested in honoring the the legacy of black people and the current life of black people here um, in East Oakland, all Oakland, but definitely in East Oakland. So to answer the question, what's the lasting legacy of the Black Panther Party in East Oakland? It's all around, and it continues to this day. In East Oakland, I'm Howard Dykoff for Cross Currents. reported that story last year in collaboration with Oakland Voices, an award-winning community journalism project that trains East Bay residents to tell stories about their neighborhoods. Marco Seiler-Gonzalez helped produce that story. 